0: Shit. Tonight on a late night Fright, anything goes And wait till you see the menu
1: What's on the menu?
0: Snake surprise Ew! Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom Is on the late night Fright Can you dig it? We are Going to die
1: Ba 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 ba
0: Welcome Boogers to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan and with me as always is my very awesome, my very talented, a very short round co-host faith say hi faith hi faith faith this is our 38th show wow our 38th show go ahead and tell them what we're going to be talking about on episode 38
1: we are talking about one of our favorite movies uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Ooh, mm-hmm.
0: this is one of my favorites. So, 90. not a traditional horror movie. We, you know, we do these every now and then where it's got horror elements, but it's not a traditional horror movie. This one certainly has some boogers in it, though. And uh, interesting fact about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. This was one of the movies that got the PG-13 rating to be enacted because it's not quite an R movie. It's not quite a PG. There's some violence in it. And Spielberg went to the MPAA and said, hey, we need something right in the middle. And so this is one of those movies that uh, got that rating. Pretty cool. huh? It's historic. (laughs) And, you know, it's not only historic. It's awesome. It is. It is awesome. <laughs> so this is going to be our episode after July Fourth. How was your Fourth, Faith?
1: It was good. I uh, I binge watched Stranger Things three. I swam. I we cooked out. It was pretty good.
0: I binge watched Stranger Things three. I woke up at about five thirty in the morning. Made some uh, chocolate Cheerios with whole milk. Breakfast of champions and started on it and we have an episode on that that is available that Mm -hmm. came out on our tv tuesday so we're not going to get into it here but we did watch it and then i ended up going down the rabbit hole of stranger things season one and stranger things season two but it's good because it got me out of my friend's rabbit hole (laughs) that i had been in so
1: are you going to go back to that now that you're done with one two and three
0: it is very possible (laughs) it is very possible we want to sincerely thank all of you for joining us. We know where you are because we see it on the map. We get we have a map and it shows mm-hmm. us where our listeners are. We thank all like, of you we're for like listening. Like Santa Claus. It's like Santa, we have a list. We, we have a
1: map. We have a map of the world and who who's been, you know, good and bad who's been listening to us. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> we want to welcome our newest listeners from Norway. So Pretty welcome cool. to the show. We uh we had our best month last month Mm -hmm. download wise we are trying to better or top that this month we want to sincerely thank you all out there for your support we thank you for listening please continue listening and as always if you feel so inclined give us a rating and a review it helps us get the word out on the show and as always this is going to be a free show now with that said we are contemplating starting a patreon and uh, if you'd like to donate to the show we might have that available sometime at the end of the month. We'll keep you posted on that. And that would be just to get some uh, new stuff to make the show. And also, Faith, we have been talking about this, to possibly get some merchandise rolling. Yes, So we need some. I think by episode 50, we're going to have some merchandise rolling. We're going to have some new artwork. We have some things in the works, so stay tuned, please. As we said, 1984's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. We're going to be talking about that tonight. But also, we are going to be playing a game that we introduced last week on our Texas Chainsaw Massacre episode. Faith, the game was: Can you watch it without puking? Yes. Where it's a little variation on it tonight.
1: What's what are we doing tonight? It's
0: can you eat it without puking? Okay. Should I tell them what we're going to be doing? Yes. So last week we offered a thousand dollars to the citizens of Cozy Corner if they could watch the. Meat hook chainsaw scenes from Texas Chainsaw Massacre while eating meat without throwing up $1,000. So, what we're going to be doing tonight is we have the menu from the Temple of Doom and we're offering $1,000 to the citizens of Cozy Corner if they can eat the menu from the Temple of Doom. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, you're going to find out real soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, sincerely, from the bottom of wait, my wait, wait, heart, wait, yes, wait, wait,
1: wait. We have the things here in the studio.
0: Oh, yeah. Bobby's been cooking them up in the back.
1: I'm going to have to leave.
0: Oh, no, Faith. No. No, no you, you're playing this this week. I can't this, be this here week.
1: with what's going to be here.
0: Well, no. we'll see. No, no. We'll see. Your job might be on the line, Faith.
1: This might not end well.
0: Oh, it's going to be fine. Oh, no. I'm here. Don't worry. I'll get you through it. <laughs> That's reassuring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, sincerely, thank you for tuning in. We are going to take a very short break. But Faith, when we get back, you know what we're going to be talking about.
1: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
0: I'm Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want to let you know that we are on the world wide web. That's the interwebs, isn't it, Faith? That's
1: what I like to call it, the interweb.
0: www.LatenightFright.com. And we are also on the gram.
1: We are. You can check us out at the Late Night Fright podcast. Or you can also follow my personal page, I'm a Normal Alien.
0: You're not exactly normal, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Check out the website. You can subscribe to our mailing list. And if you like the show, please give us a review and subscribe and all that good stuff. You know us. We're available wherever podcasts can be found.
1: You got that right.
0: We'll see you on the other side. to the late night fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. Thought your name was short round.
1: Why am I why do I have to be round? I can see that I'm short.
0: Well do that's his to, but that's his name Faith I know Faith. but
1: I don't want to be round.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know Faith, in olden days a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking. Now heaven knows.
1: Anything goes.
0: It does. Mm -hmm. That is, of course, the song that starts off 1984's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, sung by Miss Kate Capshaw in Mandarin. Yeah. And um, let me ask this question. Do you think that they're giving us a little wink with the song choice here at the beginning? Because this movie... (laughs) is miles away from raiders of the lost ark it feels like a continuation of raiders in in a way but this this anything goes in this movie so let's give a little history on indiana jones but first let's give a little history of your history with indiana jones because one of the things we've talked about this on the show before faith is in her early 20s i am 40 years old we've known each other for a long time we've been friends for a very long time and one of the things that we like to do we would uh get together and have dinner and watch movies and faith would ask me to recommend movies that she hadn't seen before and faith doesn't have brothers so she didn't get (laughs) exposed to things like star wars and indiana jones and we we brought her up to speed on all of those things and thank you (laughs) you are very welcome outside of predator you had such a reaction to predator when we watched it it was a great it was great watching predator with you because i didn't tell you what it was about beforehand did i i just said no. it's it's science fiction and arnold schwarzenegger and so about about halfway through that movie before the alien had revealed itself i looked over at her and i said so do you know what's going to happen i have no idea what this that. is about <laughs> and you you fell in love with predator didn't you i did you had a lot of the same reaction when we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark because we watched Raiders first and then we did Template. We did. Did we do all of them in a night? I can't remember. Or is it over two weekends?
1: We may have done two and then two. Two and two? The and two. Weekend, possibly.
0: And you I just flipped <laughs> I did. for Indiana Jones, didn't you? I did. So let me ask you just the series as a whole. What is it about Indiana Jones that just got in, into your heart?
1: I don't know. He's just so much fun and he's just blunt and witty and (laughs) I love the adventures he goes on and also might have a crush on him.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we've we've made fun of him before on this show quite a bit (laughs) and we absolutely love him. And I mean that sincerely. We love Harrison Ford. And uh, one of us may do a a piss poor imitation of Harrison Ford on occasion on the show. But uh, he really, I think, is a secret ingredient to making this work. Mm-hmm. And I don't think without Harrison Ford, there's Indiana Jones. No, I, I think he think so. is Indiana Jones in a lot of ways. So before we get into this movie, this is on the list of questions. We prepare a list of questions before we do the show. We try to be prepared. We're not always <laughs> So the age-old debate, it's not is there life after death, it's not chicken or the egg, it is. Which one do you like better, Han Solo or Indiana Jones?
1: Um, Indiana Jones, for sure.
0: Yeah. It Sometimes it depends on the day of the week, but I think it's Indiana Jones for me. And it's just I, because oddly, there's so much Harrison in there.
1: Yeah. I, I want to watch Indiana Jones, like, all the time, actually. Like, I'll just be sitting there like, hmm, I should probably watch <laughs> Indiana Jones today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just so, I don't know, the yeah. movies are
1: fun, he makes them fun. It's They're...
0: fun, it's fun. So these movies are a throwback to the uh, serials of the 30s and 40s that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were watching. And these are the two guys, really, the uh, the brain trust of Indiana Jones. But really, it comes from the imagination of George Lucas. And we've talked a little bit about George on this show before, uh, on a personal stand. On a personal note, on a personal stand, what is a personal okay. stand? Uh-huh. I have no idea. It's been hot again here in Cozy they Corner. <laughs> uh, on a personal note, George, I absolutely adore George Lucas. Uh, he was a childhood hero of mine. He was a hero through my teenage years. He's a, he's a hero to me now as I'm getting into middle age. I think he's an incredible guy. I think his creativity and his uh, innovation is just unmatched in the history of cinema. Uh, Plus I think he's a really nice man. He seems like a nice man Mm -hmm. and someone I would like to hang out with. So George Lucas, uh, gave this property to Steven Spielberg. Now it was originally Indiana Smith Spielberg's contribution. Yeah. Yeah. Spielberg said, I don't like that. He said, can we call it, can we call it Jones and George being George Lucas said, yeah, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, totally. Okay. (laughs) And, um, and that's where it started. It started in 1977 when Star Wars came out. Uh, those two, when they would release a movie, they would go to Hawaii to get out of Hollywood. And they would look at the box office returns and go on vacation So because the movie's finally done, right? So they can go and relax. Mm-hmm. And uh, George was real nervous about Star Wars. Star Wars almost killed George Lucas, almost gave him a heart attack. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> Me too. But uh, so the numbers were coming in, as Steven Spielberg said in an interview, it was a landslide for George Lucas. And George looked at Steven and said, uh, well, what do you want to do next? And Steven Spielberg told him, well, I'd really like to do a James Bond movie. And George Lucas said, no, nah, I got something better than that. I got this archaeologist, treasure hunter, and that's, that's where it came from. They made the deal, and thus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, Raiders is one of the greatest movies ever made. Raiders of the Lost Ark is a movie that is studied in film school it is studied in screenwriting classes. It is pretty damn near perfect. I love that movie. It's on the AFI Top 100 Movies Ever Made list. It's it's considered to be just that great. I like this one that we're talking about tonight better. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and I think we might be in a minority on this because we were doing some research and this doesn't seem to be one of, one of the favorites no. of, of the four. So... So let's go ahead and get into it. What do you say? Let's go for it. All right. So I did say that uh, we're talking about the history. Let me get one bit of history. Uh, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. He was not George Lucas's first choice. He had worked with uh, Harrison on American Graffiti. He was with him in Star Wars, and he said, "I don't want him coming becoming my Bobby De Niro." Talking about Martin Scorsese always casting Robert De Niro. Spielberg wanted Harrison Ford. But for whatever reason, Lucas kind of got his way a little bit, and so they started casting. Now, there was a guy who got the role. That was Tom Selleck. Oh, so he
1: actually had the role?
0: He had the role. And what happened was he had signed on to do Magnum P.I., and the uh, head of CBS saw his star of this show that was going to go into production possibly becoming a big movie star due to Raiders of the Lost Ark and optioned his contract and said he couldn't do the movie. And then they had to go with their, you (laughs) know— Second choice, and I think I really think it worked out for the best. But I too. let me ask you this Could you see Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones?
1: Yes, and no, and I'll tell you why. Please do, <laughs> that's very, why we're here. It's very strange, it's a very strange answer. They're only like a few inches different, but Tom Selleck seems too tall and macho or something, right? <laughs> Does that make any sense?
0: Almost a little too athletic. Yeah, maybe. he just
1: seems to as
0: athletic as Harrison is in the, in these movies. He, I mean, he's built an every guy quality. But to he,
1: him. yeah, he's just I don't know. He kind of fits that role too more of you know being a scientist, but also being still fit. I just feel like Tom Selleck would have. I don't know.
0: I've I've said this for mantra. a while. I think Tom Sillick would have done a fine job because Tom Sillick's great. But I think he would have had one really good movie. Mm-hmm. And instead of one really classic movie and, and the sequels that followed, because I think Harrison Ford just brings something to this. I think Mm -hmm. he gets it. I think it, he was born to play Indiana Jones. This is, this is why he was, he was put on this earth Mm -hmm. and for his sunshine personality. So, (laughs) uh, one other question before we get into this one, and we're, I I swear we're going to get into it. Which one is your favorite of the series?
1: Oh, temple of Doom. temple of
0: doom. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's, let's figure out why, uh, why do you think this one has gotten so much flack from the from the fan community?
1: I really don't know because I love it so much. I mean, it is darker, and it does start with the musical number, so maybe <laughs> maybe that's right. Right. Let's
0: talk, let's talk let's talk about the musical number let's because the the intro to Raiders, and you have to kind of compare this one to Raiders because they were going yeah. in a different direction the intro to Raiders, you know, he's in Peru, you know, you got him in the shadows, he's walking through, you know, it's very adventure. You kind of coming in on the end of an adventure, which is what James Bond movies do. You always start the little prologue. He's finishing something and he's off on the next adventure. And that's what, uh, you know, they do in Raiders, of the lost Ark. And it's so classic. He goes in the temple. Of course you have the big ball. So how are you going to outdo that intro? <laughs> well, here you come in with a Cole Porter musical number, uh, orchestrated by the great John Williams, uh, sung by Kate Capshaw, as we said, in Mandarin. So, I mean, what is what does that do? Because for me, it's just so different and odd and so indicative of what this movie is.
1: It's different and it's odd, but I think it works for me. And that's odd because I hate musical numbers.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I, I hate them. But I don't know. There's something about it that kind of is like, huh. Okay.
0: (laughs) Right. And one of the other, uh, uh, comments that are criticisms that's thrown at this one is like, Oh, it lacks a plot. I don't buy that at all. I think the plot is as simple as it gets. Indy, as as we said, is on one adventure, uh, ends up on another adventure, goes to get the Shankara stones, ends up in the temple of doom, frees the children, brings the (laughs) Shankara stones back. I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I don't see any pacing problems with this either. Um, I love the way this starts. I love the colors of this movie—the reds mm-hmm. and the and the oranges and yep. the and the uh, you know a lot of the blacks and whites in this and, and but those reds are real yeah, the striking red and in this. Is very prominent, very very kind of blood colored. Mm-hmm. Um, so it very starts fitting off <laughs> right for
1: parts of this
0: movie. <laughs> very fitting. Very fitting. It starts off with uh, Kate Capshaw, as we said, singing Anything Goes. And as we said, I think that's a little wink to the audience. that Listen, anything is going to go in this movie. And then you get Indiana Jones, not in the leather jacket, in a a dinner jacket. And it's a lot like James Bond. It just feels like a very funny James Bond sequence. Now, the writers of this, uh, Willard Huck and Gloria Katz, who were married and were friends of George Lucas, they said they figured out that Indiana Jones is James Bond. That you put him in a situation, any situation, you can get out of it, which yeah. is the fun of the character. And then, of course, in the third movie, you get the end joke that Indiana Jones is the son of James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, so I I like everything about this sequence. This um, there's tension and there's action and there's a lot of comedy in that okay. in that opening scene. And one of the things about this movie, people say this is so dark and and terrifying uh, compared to Raiders. This is hysterical. This movie is absolutely hysterical, and really, the bits of comedy in this are funnier than some some comedies.
1: I watched this um, with earphones last night on my computer, <laughs> and I apparently laughed so hard I had people coming into the room like, "What are you What's wrong? Are you okay? What are you watching?" <laughs> It was like, Indiana Jones? Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> and, you know, people say, you know, oh, it's the third one, Last Crusade, that has, you know, because it's funny because Connery comes in and right. you can see Indy kind of having to deal with his father. To me, this is hysterical. <laughs> this is this is like an old 30s, 40s screwball comedy. And a lot of the comedy comes from the two sidekicks in this mm-hmm. movie. And the criticisms levied at this movie always kind of land on the sidekicks, Short round, played by Kehai Kwan. And Willie Scott, played by Kate Capshaw. Now, what do you think of these two?
1: I love them. I don't think I could picture any other sidekicks in this movie.
0: <laughs> I know Harrison is on record as saying Short Round is a really good sidekick he's for Indiana so, Jones.
1: He's, he's awesome, and he's so funny.
0: And and a lot of people say, you know, uh, Kate Capshaw's Willie spends the majority of the movie screaming, and I think they clocked it at 71 screams, <laughs> you know, but... She pulls it together. She holds her own in this movie. But
1: what you kind of scream at moments, I mean. Right.
0: (laughs) It's terrifying. you know. And then they want to compare her to Marion Ravenwood. And they were going in a completely different direction from Marion in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Mm -hmm. Kate Capshaw, uh, I even think making her blonde. I think, you know, because I think Kate Capshaw is a natural redhead. And so they made her blonde for this movie. And, you know, and she's... I don't want to call her damsel in distress, but she's a flower and she wilts throughout the movie. <laughs> and uh, she is getting something that she did not bargain for on this adventure. No. And I think it's absolutely priceless watching her kind of navigate this adventure. And and then he's got the kid with him, which is just absolutely hysterical. And so they kind of become a family unit in <laughs> a lot of ways. And there's a the great line when they get to Pancot Palace when he says, uh, you know, are you lost? You know, but I can't imagine any place where you t- where you three would look, you know, at home. You know, and so there's there's a lot of great stuff going on here with the characters. And I think Kate Capshaw plays really well off of Harrison Ford. She has some of the best lines in the movie. And then uh Kihai Kwan is uh short round has the best lines in the movie.
1: He cracks me up. And he's
0: just so funny, and you know, it could go either way with a kid, you know, and he yeah. just brings it and <laughs> And doesn't he feel like he's Indy's equal? Like yes. he's, <laughs> you know, and it's just it's just so charming and fun. And he like I said, he really does have some of the best lines, I think, in this movie oh, yeah. and the comedy that that happens because of these three. And I think it's great that the comedy is kind of juxtaposed um, uh, juxtaposed. <laughs> I just said juxtaposed on the air. <laughs> Juxtaposed. Juxtaposed.
1: Juxtapo- you juxtaposed?
0: I said juxtaposed. <laughs> that's, <a, laughs> that's our new word.
1: That's our
0: new one. There we go. Last week, Faith said that she feels like she needs more chainsaw action with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I feel very juxtaposed. <laughs> um, but it's great that the comedy and the kind of moments of violence and terror kind of work hand in hand here. Yeah. And I think, you know, add a lot of levity to it. And for any screenrunners out there, uh, yeah, that's one way to do it. You know, we were talking about Stranger Things three and tension, mm-hmm. and how they stop in one of the moments to have a musical number. You know, and it just took you out of it. See, the comedy here works. Oh yeah, it, it's it very works. Shitty. And the other thing too is it's all in character. There's no. Jo- I was it's not gonna a say joke.
1: it's kind of just sarcastic stuff amongst each other. It's right. Not just like you know random comedy you know thrown at you like here you go punching you in the face with something that makes no sense.
0: Right. And there's a few little bits like when he throws the uh sledgehammer that hits the guy on the head. Yeah. You know, there's little things like but most of it comes from the characters and yeah. these characters are so much fun. Yeah. Um I like I said I just love it. So I mean this is really just 30 minutes in you've established these these three characters and there's that great chase through uh Shanghai when they're uh Getting uh, going to the plane, and which leads me to my possibly my favorite moment in the film, is when uh, Lao She has chased them to the uh, airport. And Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford is Indy, in his most cocky, smug moment, is standing in that plane, you know, looking like a movie star of old, like Bogart or something, you know, and says, you know, nice try. Well, Shane closes that door and there's his name right on the door. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's great. And let me ask this question, because this is a very important question. Did you catch the Dan Aykroyd cameo in the movie? I
1: did. And you know, I don't think you ever told me he was in it when we first watched it. And... I heard him before I even saw him.
0: <laughs> right. I could
1: just hear him talking. Right. I was like, oh, okay. 19,
0: 1984 was a good year for movies. Beverly Hills cop came out. Eddie Murphy really became a superstar that year. Ghostbusters of course came. We did Ghostbusters. We have a show up on that. Please listen to that. That's a good one. It's two parts. And, uh, Indiana Jones and the temple of doom came out and Ackroyd was in two of those movies. So he must be the secret to the, uh, so. to the success. Yes. <laughs> but uh, he's friends with Spielberg. So he showed up as a favor. Okay. Um, as we said, this movie is very funny. It's very dark. It is just kind of bat crap crazy. Like how out. out there really is this movie? If you had to describe this movie, how would you describe this movie?
1: Oh my gosh. I don't even know because it really is so out there. <laughs> how would you describe it?
0: I would I would describe it just as an adventure. This is just an old <laughs> fashioned adventure. And this is the one where I really feel the old serials because one episode leads to another episode to another episode. It's very kind of episodic. And I just absolutely, like I said, I can't say enough how much I really love this movie. It left an impression on me as a kid and still leaves an impression on me. And this is the one I can always put on and enjoy. And Yeah, watch I
1: think I've watched it. Like three times in the last month or two. I think it's the most
0: entertaining <laughs> of the four, for sure. So, um, as we said, this is different from Raiders. Do you think going in a different direction from Raiders was a good idea?
1: I mean, I think so, because I don't want to watch the same movie twice, right?
0: Right, and this character I mean, really is open for adventures in yeah, different locales. I mean, and that's another criticism that he didn't. You know, trot the globe like he did in Raiders and, and, you know, and the action takes place in one location, primarily the Temple of Doom. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm
1: okay with it because of what that purpose was. It's a good enough purpose. You know, it's a good enough reason for him to travel somewhere that you don't need him running around the planet, you know?
0: (laughs) Right. And it's really good here to spend some time with Indiana Jones. Yeah. You know, I feel like you really kind of get to know him a little more. Exactly in this one um and there's some character growth there but really it's just a showcase for these great action pieces and these great special effects and speaking of, speaking of the special effects the reason that we put this on the list is there's some great boogers in this movie the thuggy cult which until recently i did not realize they were real
1: you just told me that on the way here and I they
0: they real <laughs> and that's where the term thug comes from wow yes and uh Lot of lot of information out there. I'm I, I wouldn't be giving you good information if I said what I'd read because I don't remember half of it. But, <laughs> uh, yes, they were they did worship Kali though, and I know some people have had a problem with them. You know, it's a misrepresentation of Indian culture. But if the thuggies were real and they were murdering you know thieves, which they were. I don't have a problem. I don't have. I don't feel like they're saying, "Hey, this is how Indian people are." Not right. at all. Right. It's these people, you know, these right. jackasses, you know, who yeah, are enslaving exactly. children. <laughs> you know, um, what did you think of the thuggies as, as opposed to the Nazis? I feel like it's a great shift. It's it's too. a little different shift.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're both obviously horrible.
0: <laughs> and you get the supernatural element with both of them. Right.
1: That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. There's more of a. Um, I guess that say that that I almost say I almost said satanic. Satonic. What's wrong with us tonight?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's
1: that satanic darkness. You know, it's right. more of that. You know, like you said, uh, my mind is blank. What did you just say? paranormal did you say i said normal? supernatural supernatural satanic again.
0: supernatural stuff yeah yeah i think it's a yeah it's, they're very dark i think they're darker than the nazis is awful and that's not that's you know, saying, taking anything away from terrible, the nazis yeah. in their place in <laughs> in the uh evil hall of fame you yeah, know I
1: mean, yeah i mean they're both pretty terrible <laughs> but, but these
0: people do have children enslaved and are you know given blood to you know hallucinogenic they have a pit blood of to, fire a pit that of they fire they that they to send exactly.
1: people down into yes. and yes so people so they're um
0: they're the boogers. They're they're why they're on the list. And then yeah. the great scene. I won't tell a story about the scene, but you know what scene I'm talking about? The scene that everybody talks about from this movie <laughs> is the uh, the heart, yes. the heart scene. What did you think of that?
1: Oh, that's dark.
0: Straight out of a horror movie, isn't <laughs> that's it?
1: It's dark. That's, yeah. And then I mean, it,
0: and then it catches on fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty horrific.
0: So when this was out, I didn't see it in the movie theater. I didn't get taken to this one for whatever reason, but it was on HBO one morning. We had HBO and this is like 1985 and it was a Sunday morning and I was walking through early. I was the first one up and I turned on the TV and I turned on HBO and I turned it right on the heart scene and there I am with my cereal, just terrified. And you know what? I loved it. I loved it. I wanted more.
1: He fell in love instantly.
0: (laughs) I fell in love instantly. Um, I'm looking here. So Molaram, the main villain, what do you think of him? Oh, my God. I think he's a worthy antagonist. He's physically imposing. He's just evil.
1: His face, his eyes, he's so creepy to even look at.
0: Right. There's something very devilish about him. That that, actor, I understand, was a very nice man. He's
1: like Satan in human form, pretty much. You know, the fact that he could just stick his hand and rip your heart out.
0: <laughs> right. Is really. It's like, bum shabum, bum shabum, oh <laughs> I just, I think this movie is just so nuts. Um, now they call this a divorce movie because Lucas had gotten divorced from Marsha Lucas. Steven Spielberg had broken up with his longtime girlf- uh, girlfriend, Amy Irving. Uh, oh. Screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back, didn't return for this one because he felt like this was just mean spirited. Uh, do you think this movie is mean spirited? Uh, can you feel these guys' pain in this? Or do you think it's just the darker chapter? I
1: don't think it's mean spirited. I just think it's darker. I think they added more, you know, horrific elements.
0: And- it feels mm. like it was made by 12 year old boys. <laughs> it really feels like it was made by 12 year old boys. And I heard Kate Capshaw tell a story where she had to. Uh, there was a scene she had to do with a snake and she didn't want to do the snake scene. Yeah, and Spielberg her. told her, he said, you know what? Cause she was very upset, like very up shaking, you know, and they had anxiety problems uh-huh. because of it. And Spielberg saw her like breaking out in hives and said, you know what, Kate, you don't have to do the snake scene. And then, and she said, and she's like, thank you. And then he walked away and he turned around and said, but you got to do the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> and she got very sedated to do the bug scene, which is one of my favorites in the movie. So, <laughs> Let's talk about the phobia scene. Indy always has the phobia scenes. Snakes in the first one. I know how you feel about snakes. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. There's rats in the third one, ants in the fourth one, big damn ants in the fourth movie. <laughs> There's bugs in this movie. What do you think of the bugs?
1: They don't bother me.
0: They don't bother me either. I think they're cool.
1: I'm not afraid of bugs. I never have been. I'm actually in my family, I'm the the go-to bug catcher
0: same here <laughs> like same literally here.
1: the only person who you know will just go i pick up one with my hand and
0: right them. i'm not fond of rats i can deal with yeah, them
1: yeah but they don't really bother me I mean, they're, yeah they're, they're they can be gross but snakes, but snakes i don't like, trust
0: any animal that doesn't have shoulders <laughs> i just don't trust them i don't trust them i'm actually I've never,
1: phobic i've never heard somebody say that
0: yeah i'm phobic of them actually oh, like can, i actually do like sweat and oh, me too. hives like i can't yeah. do them and people think it's all funny and cute no oh i get nauseous and stuff yeah when I, look, I mean i get lightheaded around I even if look, i see them I
1: almost want to cry when i look at them if that's a weird
0: no 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 it's it's like yeah. it's
1: a true terror i mean right Mm-mm.
0: and uh you know i've had this since i was a kid and and it made me feel okay since indy was <laughs> indy is scared of uh snakes famously yeah. scared of snakes
1: i grew up on um about 10 acres of uh land that had a big pond, and in one day, we counted twenty-six individual snakes.
0: They don't have shoulders. I don't trust them. So
1: I've been terrified since I was little myself.
0: Right, <laughs> right. I saw the uh, big boa constrictor at the zoo one time, and yeah. it just—it didn't do anything to me. I was dared to touch one. And they were I, feeding I, it. I did. So. I did i've never touched one not I, I, to.
1: I did it and i should not have
0: <laughs> had a friend uh a guy in a band i used to play with uh who deal who works with snakes and says uh says man you got phobia i said yeah i got phobia he goes you can come on down to the house we'll get you worked out man you <gasps> get your hand on a little grass snake and i said no, no. <laughs> i said no
1: i went into a friend's house in elementary i think before school she's like can you help me find something i was like yeah what are you looking for my pet snake's loose i went outside i never went back inside <laughs>
0: Right, I don't blame you. No snakes. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm, I'm with Indy on this one. Me too. <laughs> so uh what did you think of let's see, we talked about the thuggies, we've talked about the uh kind of willy and short round. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the ending of this movie? Because as fun and and as adventuresome as this movie is, adventurous as this movie is, we are just stepping over words tonight. Is Mercury and, and retrograde? Adventuresome. Retrograde is what you just said.
1: Retrograde <laughs> <laughs>
0: What did you think of the end of this movie? Because I get a little goosebumpy at the end oh, of this I movie when the kids the and the parents are reunited. It's very way. heartwarming. You smile, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? They all
1: come running up, and the, the moms are so happy. That's beautiful. <laughs>
0: it's, it's a great and that music, that John Williams' music. Who we haven't talked about? Let's talk about John Williams. Faith, not. John Williams, go.
1: He's a genius. He really is. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we call too many people that, do we?
0: I don't. I think I that don't. word gets thrown around too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think he's genius. I, I think, think he's is. a genius at composition. I'm not saying he's a musical genius. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a musical genius. I'm saying he's a composition genius. Okay.
1: Yeah. He may
0: very well be a musical genius. Um but no, he is. He's a genius. And George Lucas is a genius as well. And okay. Spielberg too. We haven't yeah. talked much about Spielberg. No, We're going to talk about him in just a second. Um yeah, we, we don't really have notes tonight. We're just kind of <laughs> winging but it. But with
1: John but with John Williams, I mean It takes me to so many of my favorite movies, Jaws, Jurassic Park, E.T., Indiana Jones, Star Wars. All those movies stand out, but then the music stands out on top of that and makes the movie come to life even more. And that's why I say genius, because it just, every score fits every movie. That's part of the composition thing. And it is incredible.
0: Right. Um, I love his arrangement of Cole Porter's Anything Goes. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you didn't notice it because I played it for you on the way over, but he uses it throughout the movie. I know. I didn't um, that. In the nightclub brawl, you can hear it underneath uh, when they're fighting. I, hear, I
1: feel like I did hear that. Now that you, you may very well have, yeah. I did. Like
0: it. <laughs> but it's in there. It's, it's hiding it's throughout awesome. the entire movie. Yeah. There's the great uh, slave child uh, theme. da 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 the trek through Indian music is wonderful. The Willie Scott theme mm-hmm. is one of my favorites of his. Short Round has a little theme. I think John Williams, of course, brings you know uh, a lot to the table anytime he scores a movie. But the Indiana Jones theme is just oh, I love it. Right, it's just I hum- correct.
1: I usually don't hum you know themes while I'm watching movies a lot, but I catch myself humming this <laughs> while I'm watching. <laughs> it's
0: it's, it's absolutely it's absolutely wonderful. It's and uh I just like I said I love his arrangement of anything goes. I love uh the little overture beforehand. Now when uh when a movie starts off with the Paramount logo and you hear the little music coming, do you hear indie's theme in it? That yes. dun, dun uh, like mm-hmm. so in that little minor key and then it gets into the uh anything goes. It's so good. It and is. listen to if you get a chance, listen to the soundtrack. I have it, and the bug scene in particular is so atonal and it's just wonderfully creepy and he does such a good job with these things bringing these uh creepy crawly moments to life and john williams yeah he's a genius, he's a genius. absolutely steven spielberg we like steven don't we We do like, we like steven. Steven. he directed one of your favorite movies didn't he? he did you know he doesn't like this movie
1: you told me that and i even read that and that's just weird
0: <laughs> and he said yeah i got to meet kate capshaw who he married mm-hmm. you know and that's great but I actually, I don't know if this is sacrilege, or not. I think this is one of his best movies.
1: I know. <laughs> That's said I don't get it. I mean, maybe people are just hard on themselves, you know, their own work. But, right. I mean, it's I love this movie. I don't get why even fans of this I know, I know don't like it. I don't get it.
0: I know. It's a good thing we're not talking about Crystal Skull. <laughs> because, just for the record, we both absolutely adore the Crystal Skull. And we will be doing it on the late night Friday at some point. <laughs> Actually, I think all the indie movies are going uh, to end up uh, on I here. But Temple of Doom <laughs> just was a natural one because of the, the horror elements oh, yeah. that are so present in it. Um, so as we do here on the Late Night Fred, do you have anything else you want to add?
1: That this movie is just so fun and exciting and funny and weird and creepy. And you should watch it if you haven't. Which I'm and if a, I'm you have seen it, watch it again. Because I was upset with myself that it took me this long to watch these she, movies
0: she actually did she looked at me and she goes where has that been my entire life i was like i know <laughs> I, think
1: I did. I was, like,
0: <laughs> I was like it's not your fault what? you were born a girl and you didn't have brothers it's, that's why i'm here i'm here to help you with these things Thank you. so uh as we do here on the late night fright let's talk about favorites faith this is going to be very difficult <laughs> oh i have a list oh let's go i made a list let's go do you have a
1: favorite character
0: Oh boy, uh, outside of Indy I was going to say
1: Indian, Anna Indian, Indian, Anna
0: <laughs> Indian, Anna This is, I swear Mercury must be in retrograde or something We are just stepping all Indian over the dictionary Anna, tonight Indian,
1: Anna Jones is my, you know, obviously my favorite Um, you know, Outside of him
0: I got to go a short round Me too <laughs> I, I got to go a short round
1: Do you have a favorite line
0: or quote? I, I like the loushe I like the moment where, you know uh, You haven't been able to take your eyes off of me <laughs> So she comes in and goes, oh, yeah, watch this, you know, and pulls the hat down. Um
1: I like there are two dead people in here. He's like, there's going to be two dead people in here. Hurry. The
0: whole bug sequence is maybe my That's favorite.
1: Cool that was my next question. Like, what's your favorite kind of the, moment? That's my the favorite. The bug sequence,
0: because it's them, you know, kind of uh Indiana Jones upset at short round <laughs> in the thing. The spikes are coming and then they have to. Willie has to save them, and yeah, she has, she has to,
1: th- to touch the creepy crawlies. And- right,
0: but you get what I think is maybe Harrison Ford's finest moment on screen ever with the uh, <laughs> with the great shot through the uh, through the little door opening, you know. And we are going <laughs> to die, and that look he makes.
1: That I have to pause that part of the movie because I'm laughing so hard, like I, every time. I have to pause it. Right.
0: And it is a gif or gif or gif gif that's out there that we have sent to each other several times. It's absolutely uh, precious. Now, my other favorite moment and my other favorite Indiana Jones line. In fact, my favorite indie line in the entire series is in this. And it's uh, the other great <laughs> sequence in here is the rope bridge. Yes. The rope bridge is now, amazing. Was
1: say, that's, probably, that's another one of my favorite
0: scenes. Absolutely amazing. But the way that Spielberg has that camera on him. And you know, you got the guys coming on one end, you got them coming on the other, and then they push short round and Willie out onto the bridge. But Harrison Ford, when they got the camera on him, he just goes, Oh shit. <laughs> Which rivals the ha, ha, son of a bitch moment in Rares of Lost Ark, but the oh shit. <laughs> because in that moment, you know exactly what he's feeling oh, and thinking. <laughs> because what else are you going to say in that moment?
1: I don't know. Oh th- <laughs> no, but I do love that scene. There's there's tension and you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. There's alligators eating people or crocodiles, whatever they are down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Gators are in Florida, crocodile I don't know. I don't I know the difference. Some with the cro- nose, crocodiles. I think. Yeah,
1: something about the nose. Something about the water.
0: Okay. Okay, but uh-huh. this whole movie just it's so hard to say like <laughs> What's my favorite, you know?
1: I know. There's, there's, the whole movie's my favorite. Can we say all of it?
0: You know, we have said all of it before on the Late Night Fright. And yes, we we haven't in a while. We haven't in a while. So I'm going to say, all of it. so go ahead and ask me what my favorite moment is in this movie.
1: Dan, what's your favorite moment in this movie?
0: All of it. (laughs) Faith, what's your favorite moment in this? All of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I think it stands up too. It's, it's. It just, it reminds me of an old thirties, forties movie and, but better, you know, yeah. so much fun. Um, you got anything else?
1: No, I think that was all that I had for our favorites list here.
0: Um, do you have anything else? I you? don't have anything else. I just have one more question. What's that? Do you know how to fly?
1: I don't. Do you? Does he say no? Do you? no Do you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that just sheepish 12 year old boy look. No. Do you?
1: Doesn't seem that hard or <laughs>
0: hour going it be <laughs> yeah. just i'll tell <altimeter> check <laughs> so i love i love this movie there's not enough words to describe how much i love this movie and i'm glad we we picked this one to do for the 38th episode so we are going to take a very short break because faith do you know what time it is
1: is it time for the new segment we introduced last week that i can't remember the name of
0: yes <laughs> But Can you eat, eat it without puking?
1: There we go. And we changed the name of it this week. Look at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's our, it's our new puke segment. Can yeah. you
1: eat it without puking? <laughs> Can you
0: eat it without puking? So we're gonna take a very short break. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side.
1: All right,
0: Faith, you ready? I am ready We are playing Can You Eat It Without Puking Yep right, Back by unpopular demand <laughs> So first up are Todd and Shastawick They are the owners of Holy Smoke Cozy Corner's premier Christian Vape Shop And they are going to be eating Snake Surprise
1: Yes, how unfortunate
0: Yes, alright here we go $1,000 on the line Oh look at that baby That's a big snake
1: you got a bigger one in your pants, baby. Hey,
0: come on, baby. Keep your eyes on the prize. $1,000 on the line here. Now, let's see here. Uh, it says, a uh, snake surprise.
1: What's the surprise?
0: I, I don't know. There's a knife here that says cut the snake open. Let's see. All right, uh, let's do it. All right, I'm cutting. I'm cutting. Oh, there, oh there's baby snakes in here.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, are we supposed to eat these?
1: Oh, my God. They're slithering. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thank you for playing Todd and Shastawick, but I'm sorry, no thousand dollars for you.
1: You know, I would have done the same exact thing as they did. just Good now. thing we're not playing, Boots right? It's a good thing. I'm not. I do not want to play this week.
0: No, no, me neither. I so n- next up, we have Ross Roberts, host of What I'm Looking At. He is a local artist who has a show on the radio. Go figure. Ross is going to be eating beetles. Thousand dollars on the line. Here we go. All right, now, let's see, $1,000, I can do this, I can do this, all right, now, what am I looking at here? It's a, it's a really big bug, it's a it's a beetle, what is this, a dung beetle? I don't, I don't know, let's see, uh, all right, now, pull off the, the back, all right, now, Just pull it off there, and oh, oh I'm, I'm looking at some innards right now, it has, just, it has some, some guts. Oh, and it looks like he had a big lunch. I, I, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Well, no $1,000 for Ross Roberts either. Nope. You know, I, I might be able to do the bug possibly. I, maybe. I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the important thing is we're keeping our money. Right. So we got one more contestant. This is a special one. Bobby, our good friend, host of Aftergold, the shit that comes on after Late Night Fright, prepared the food for us tonight. We're going to let him play. You know what Bobby's getting, don't you?
1: Chill monkey brain. You
0: got it, baby. Here we go. Oh, my God, you guys, thanks for letting me play. $1,000, I can use $1,000 to help with that home gym. So uh, what am I going to be eating?
1: You are eating chilled monkey brains. Chilled what? Monkey brains.
0: I don't like this too much.
1: Ah, oh, it shouldn't be too bad.
0: Yeah, here we go, Bobby. You ready? That's a monkey's head. And Faith is pulling off the top. Faith,
1: look, it doesn't look too bad.
0: Oh, my God, this looks like... Rancid custard. <laughs> it's not that bad, Bobby. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, no one got the thousand oh, dollars again. That look yeah, that wasn't that bad. Hey, Bobby, after you finish throwing up, why don't you uh, clean up this uh-huh. mess? Faith, where did it? Where did the food go?
1: I have no idea.
0: Who is? Who is that? Eat. Somebody's eating the food. Hey guys, it's me, uh, Harrison. Harrison, are you? Eating the snake surprise and the beetles and the Wait, chilled monkey are brains. Are you
1: eating this for money or just because?
0: No, 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 I'm really hungry. And you're eating this? Because I'm high! Oh, Faith, look, he, oh, he's putting the snake. Wow. That's delicious. That's gross. Bleh! <coughs> 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 yeah. $1,000 for you. Faith, I really don't think we should play this game anymore.
1: I think we should. I like seeing you throw up.
0: Losers. Welcome back, boogers, to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And I have recovered from our Can You Eat It Without Puking. That really wasn't that good of an idea.
1: Glad you are okay now.
0: I don't appreciate what you said to me. I'm sorry. That's okay.
1: It's just funny.
0: And apparently see. Harrison Ford <laughs> is very high.
1: Apparently so. What's new? <laughs> and has the
0: munchies. <laughs> and is just wandering. And
1: what strange things to have, you know.
0: And is wandering <laughs> aimlessly around Cozy Corner, as he is known to do for some reason. hmm <laughs> So Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, we both apparently really love this movie. Now, we are, uh, we're about to wrap up the show, but there was something I didn't bring up and I'm into, and it was in the notes. Sharon Stone was originally in the run It was between Kate Capshaw and Sharon Stone to play the role of Willie Scott. Do you, could you see Sharon Stone playing Willie? Not one bit. <laughs> I think she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. I think there's a whole lot of things she can do, and I'm not saying that Kate Capshaw is frail by any stretch of the imagination but sharon stone is just kind of ballsy yeah I just, know, she's got that thing about her you know and yeah. i don't know if i could buy her as good an actress as she is you know being kind of the screaming damsel
1: covered in bugs and- <laughs> covered
0: in bugs yeah kate capshaw was meant to be in this movie she was meant to meet steven yes. spielberg and she was meant to you know be mrs spielberg yeah. So but uh Sharon Stone, yeah, she's great. And if you haven't listened to our basic instinct commentary, it is 2 hours of fun for the whole family. We are joined by Todd and Chester Wick who you heard there in the can you eat it without puking? Snake surprise. So They are very special people, and, and you should get to know them better. <laughs> so this is, as I said, this is our 38th show, and I did make the announcement on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre show that our 40th show is going to be on 1931's Frankenstein, starring Boris Karloff. You're really looking forward to this, aren't I you? I am. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited about doing this one, too. So we kind of decided that our our milestone episodes would be really popular movies really kind of kind of um what's the word we're looking for here movies that are classics but kind of beyond classic you know like i don't have a
1: good word i don't have a good word
0: either (laughs) and you know it's funny it's probably better that we don't have a word because we've been tripping over them (laughs) all night so the late night fright is available wherever podcasts are found. You know this already because you're listening to it, but feel free to tell 500 of your closest friends. We uh, we appreciate all of your support. We appreciate all of the love. We appreciate the comments. We look forward to hearing from all of you. As we said in the bumper, we are online at www.LatenightFright.com. We are on Instagram at the Late Night Fright podcast. And Faith is online at I'm a normal alien on Instagram. And Faith, do you have anything else?
1: I think that's about it.
0: I have something to add before we we close out the show. I hate the water. I hate being wet. And I hate you. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Faith, if we were ever in an airplane without parachutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope that never happens.
0: I hope it never happens either, but I'd, I'd, I'd life raft out with you. <laughs>
1: Me too. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. <clears throat> so seriously, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, this is just such a fun movie. If it's been a while since you've seen it, watch it again. If it's one of those that you're on the fence about, I know a lot of people, you know, oh, that's not my favorite one. Watch it again. Kind of kind of give it a, a another look because it really and, is that and good. And maybe
1: even share with us why you don't like this one that much because I'm very curious to know why people don't like it.
0: I am too actually. I, I was I'm
1: really curious why aren't people liking this one?
0: Right. And uh, one other, one final question. Do you feel like it does fit that horror, you know, because we do we say we do horror movies. We do, you know, movies with horror bent sometimes. You know, we did Clue, even though that's a mystery, but it was just fun. Yeah. And this one's another one that's just yeah. a lot of fun.
1: I wouldn't say this is one that, you know, hide under the covers have um, nightmares. No. no. <laughs> horror movie, but it had those moments and I think if it would have added you know, more of those horrific moments. I mean, drinking, making per- somebody drink blood and sacrificing people. I think it could have been, you know.
0: All the elements are there. Yeah, All if you the play this... are
1: there if you would have gone with it throughout the whole movie yeah of
0: course it's kind of like we said when we watch Ghostbusters if you play Ghostbusters a little to the left or to the right it's a different movie a completely exactly. different movie and this movie is definitely a different movie if you play it you know a couple of degrees yep. to the right or left it's it it's this could have been a straight horror movie Absolutely. but uh it's not and I think it's all the better for it I think <laughs> oh, yeah, this is I'm just glad. a romp I I'm glad
1: that it's not.
0: <laughs> I really I I sincerely mean this I think this is one of the most entertaining movies ever made really I can put is. this one on any time of the day at any part and sit there and, and watch it and get completely wrapped up in it. And it makes me feel like a five-year-old all over <laughs> again, you know, or I should say 12 year old. know, Cause the creepy crawlies and all that, that's that age. You start really kind of getting into that. Right. So, uh, Indiana Jones and temple of doom. It's a good one.
1: It's a great one.
0: Next week. We had a real good one. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And as I said, we already know what our 50th episode is going to be. And I want to make an announcement here. We are for sure doing a week of shows this month. After Frankenstein, we are going to have a week of shows. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's a lot of work.
1: You think we can
0: do it? It's a lot of work, and we're not used to doing work here on the show. So <laughs> so we're going to see if we can pull it off, but I think we can. And I think we have a really good Line up. lineup of movies. We put so. a lot of thought into the lineup. And Did we? No <laughs> shit. We did. We kind of had some back and forth on. We did. We threw some, some out. Of we them. put, you know, yeah. think we did, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, I think it's going to be a really good week of shows. We have uh, another good episode planned for after that. And then coming, uh, coming directly after that is our 50th show, if you can believe that. And we're going to keep trying. We've, we've been trying to get somebody on the show. And, and this would be a good opportunity to get him on the show. So... I am Indiana Jones. And
1: I am short round. And
0: we want you to keep, keep your, your monster, monster on a leash. leash. See you on the other side.
1: Anything goes.